Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the night shift. This is how we close out the night shift week. A little thing we call Real Talk Wednesdays. Happy hump day to you. Big ups, big ups, big ups, big ups to everybody like that. You are the baddest, them can tell you nothing, so give them your attitude. Go sick, make them vexy, put them in a check, cause you know you can mark it up. Do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you want. Do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you want. Chicken is out with and Winter. Come on, bitch, can't say it. It's called the word you want. Really, I shouldn't tell the life on a man song. It name do what you want. Any man where you want, just bubble for them. Them say people man, comfortable. If a girl want vex, that a fishy problem. Not a thing that I fit do with you. Girl. You are the baddest, them can tell you nothing, so give them your attitude. Go sick, make them vexy, put them in a check, cause you know you can mark it up. Do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you want. Do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you, do what you want. and said do what you want it don't really matter what it is you know just do it Boy, that's interesting, you know. Any man where you want, just bow up on him. Them say people man comfortable. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how that really work out. Tian, I don't know how you manage. <laughs> I don't know, Tian. If I can't want vex, that's a fishy problem. Not a thing 
them can't tell you nothing, so give them your attitude. Go sick, make them vexy, put them in a check, cause you know you can market them. Do what you do, what you do, what you do, what you do, what you want. Do what you do, what you do. It just sounds like a recipe for trouble. Wanna say thank you to my segment sponsor, Paul C Media Group. When being in the moment is priceless, give them a call for innovative streaming and recording solutions. If you have an event that you want to carry live, a seminar, a party, a wedding, a funeral, and give them a link so that I can work out for you. 754 is the number that you call, number that you text. Link them online. Well, the website is not back up yet. But do call them up and say, hey, listen, I hear you can do something for me, and uh, this is what I am trying to do. Can you help me? And when you call them, say, hey, listen, I heard about it from Kevin Stew, so. I'm pretty sure you may have the resources that I need. Wanna say big ups to those on NIE Radio. No love, no love. Bless up in New Jersey. Big up to all the affiliates unknown carrying the stream. Enough love to those on TuneIn Radio, the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Enough love to everybody locked in on Facebook Live. Inviting you to call a friend, tell a friend. Call an enemy. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends. Call everybody, tell them. We're closing out the night shift ta- night shift week with Real Talk. Also known as Marlon's favorite night shift broadcast. Blessings, Kujo. So you think you have what it takes? As a couple to have that long-lasting love, do you? Do you know what is involved? Well, according to some couples therapists, they say things like trust and communication are hallmarks of a healthy relationship. It is also important to have your own friends and identity separate from your partner when couples in a relationship, a healthy relationship, disagree they are able to resolve the conflict and that this is these are pretty much the foundation pillars so in a healthy relationship both you and your partner feel connected to each other and are satisfied with how the relationship is going now this may ruffle some feathers but I'll ask the question anyway, because we've talked about this on this broadcast, so we know it exists. What about those that have more than one? Pum, pum, pum. So, I'll, <laughs> I'll just leave it there. But that may, may, may sound a little bit obvious, that, you know, um, healthy relationships, 
in order for you and your partner to feel connected, then, you know, the communication has to be there. And it sounds obvious, you know, that it kind of sounds like if, if the sun is out, then it's daytime kind of a thing, you know? Um, but an estimated 40 to 50% of marriages in particular in the U.S. end in divorce. And I would say, and I've heard it said actually, 100% of divorces start in marriage. So, if you want to bring down the divorce rate, don't get married. <laughs> you know, it's something I heard. <laughs> I don't know how true it is. But, um, with that said, nonetheless, establishing a healthy relationship is often easier said than it is done. There are many factors that make up a healthy relationship, like commitment and trust, which can help to navigate problems and stay together. Well, the people involved in the relationship. So, what are some of the signs, what are some of the things that, if they exist, will demonstrate a healthy relationship? Now, Kujo, I know like you, you know, someone like you have the formula. You have it sought out. But for those that don't, let's talk. And let's get the advice from those that have it sorted out. 773-789, Stu gets you in touch. 773-789-7839. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. If you can't reach me on any of those methods, be sh- you can Skype me. Don't be afraid. It's Kevin.Stew as a Skype handle. So, what would be some of those indicators that you're in a healthy relationship first off you trust each other now trust is one of them big people words successful couples trust each other in a number of different areas they trust each other with their money (laughs) yeah we have to pause on that one uh, they trust each other with their money, faithfulness, and parenting styles as a few of the, the, the areas that strong trust live in. When people can trust their spouse in navigating these issues effectively, the relationship can move forward in a healthy way. This says Samantha Saltz, a medical doctor, board-certified psychiatrist in, in private practice. Research, research shows just how much trust is. And there's a 2013 study, according to MSN.com, a 2013 study of married couples found that partners who trust each other are more likely to feel satisfied in their relationship. The study measured trust using three scales, predictability, dependability, and faith in your partner. Now, if those three things, if, let's say, you get two out of three, is that enough to say you're trustworthy? 
you know does 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 that does that make the the cut if it's de- dependability and faith in your partner but they're unpredictable do you remain trustworthy of that partner or if it's predictability and dependability but you don't have faith in your partner is that is that enough to to be trustworthy or do you need to really have all three moving on on the list because i don't have the answer to that I'd, I'd like if if anybody has an answer to please share it let me let me let me hear what you're saying um you can communicate clearly is the next one on the list clear and direct communication is a sign of a healthy relationship for two main reasons says chris leith phd lps lpcs uh professor of counseling at the university of texas at san antonio reason one it suggests that both partners are able to express their wants and needs in a way that the other person can understand which is is very important that the other person understands now they didn't he didn't say that they agree with just that they understand two completely different things in my book two two completely different things and two both partners can hear what the other person is saying and understand what is being conveyed again not necessarily <laughs> saying that they agree with it but they hear it and they understand it this kind of communication can help you connect with or connect to your partner express yourself honestly and resolve any conflicts that may come up a 2018 review of 15 studies found that couples were more satisfied in their relationships when they used communication skills like making constructive statements and clarifying the other ones per, the other person's meanings uh, it can be helpful to have regularly scheduled check-ins to make sure you are both communicating on the same page now i can say when it comes to regular check-ins even if they 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 i guess if they're scheduled that makes it intentional and that's not a bad thing at all but those check-ins my experience says those check-ins are important those check-ins work because after you've had one of those serious discussions one of those um mind-altering, thought-changing, nerve-wracking discussions with your partner. And, and people would think that, you know, after, after five, eight years, you know, 15 years, there's nothing that you can tell your partner that should be nerve-wracking if they've been there with you all this time. Listen, there is. As much as people grow, and considering that if there is growth, there is change, there are things that you can tell your partner that would be either life-changing or earth-shattering, and you've been together for a long time. 
so being able to, to, to communicate what it is that you're dealing with to your partner and your partner being able to hear what it is that you're saying. Not just hear, but listen to what you're saying. Then that would be important in, in fostering that, that, that good, strong relationship. Then you feel independent from your partner is next on the list. It is important that members of a, of a relationship have their own identity, independent of their partner. So, and, and, and Dr. Sauls, that's one of the things that she says. And this can mean having your own interests and hobbies or having friendships that are separate from your relationship. Now, there are some people that, that, that think that once they're in a relationship, everything that they do, it needs to happen with their partner. So if they're into bungee jumping, their partner should be into bungee jumping too. And if their partner not into bungee jumping, there's a problem. And so with them, they, I'd, I'd, to me, it looks like that person is looking for a clone of themselves or them, they're looking for themselves to be in a relationship with. They're not looking for someone else to be in a relationship with. When you see yourself as an individual, it may also be easier to identify your own wants and needs and communicate them to your partner. Well, if you learn how to communicate. Because as much as that is one of the things that is, is, is tossed around a lot in relationship, that word communicate, not everybody knows how to do it. And not everybody can do it well, effectively, I should say. Not, not well, effectively. But it doesn't mean you cannot work as a team. Intimate relationships are all about finding a balance between I and we, says Emily Jordan Jensen, PhD, a licensed massage and, sorry, licensed marriage and family therapist and professor of behavioral health at the University of Minnesota. Next on the list is the fact that you appreciate, you appreciate each other. Studies show that appreciating your partner is one of the strongest predictors of whether or not couples feel satisfied in a relationship. Is it that you appreciate them or you appreciate what they do for you? This is because appreciating your partner and the things they do for you here okay here we go <laughs> can help each of you feel loved and satisfied in a relationship or in the relationship being grateful for your partner also allows you to focus on their positive traits and it may help balance out any conflicts well that pretty much speaks for itself both partners have their needs met is the next on the list. Now, just looking at that one by itself, it, it kind of makes you think, all right. So, there are certain freaky-deaky needs that I have. Well, stop right there for a moment. Are those needs or are those wants? And I guess before you can say both partners have their needs met, 
I guess you'd have to say both partners that recognize what their needs are. A healthy relationship involves a balance where each partner's needs are equally important. Your needs in a relationship can include many things, including quality time, communication, or sex. Things that relate to the five love languages. You remember those? A balanced relationship is much more healthy than codependent or controlling relationships, where one partner will almost always have their wants fulfilled and the other will go wanting. So, is it that they're having their needs met or they're having their wants and desires met? So now, you have to kind of strike that balance. What do you absolutely need? Can your partner provide that? What do you want? Can you communicate that to your partner? Can your partner communicate that to you? And can you meet those wants also along with the needs? Now, at what point... Do you decide what is important? At what point do you say, all right, these are the core needs, these are the core wants. Can we meet somewhere in the middle in providing these to each other? Now, I think that takes the relationship to a whole different place because now you're opening lines of communication that probably didn't even exist before, let alone just opening them up. So, let me continue. I have a few more on this list. You have disagreements. Kind of sounds standard in relationships, right? Conflict is not a sign of a relationship that is in trouble, but unacknowledged or unresolved conflict, that can be. If you've never had any disagreements with your partner, this could be a sign that you're ignoring problems, which could lead to resentments or bigger disagreements down the line. As long as your agreements, sorry, your, your arguments stay respectful, they can help you learn more about yourself. It can help you to learn more about your partner. And, of course, can help you to learn more about the relationship. Except for there to be conflict at a time, at times, you, and, and use conflict as an opportunity for growth as a couple and as an individual. So, expect for there to be conflict at times and use conflict as an opportunity for growth as a couple and as an individual, courtesy of Dr. Saltz. And this is one of those things that, conflict is one of those things that, that has such a negative view that you want to avoid it at all cost. However, what Dr. Saltz is saying here is you avoid it and you're doing your relationship a disservice. Because now, you get to do things like learn to fight fear. So it's not that you don't fight in relationships. The problem is 
when you fight, you're hitting below the belt. You're not being fair about it. You're taking that thing that was resolved three years ago and bringing it up in this conflict that has nothing to do with what that was about three years ago. So now you you end up with bringing back something that was thought to be resolved. So if you're bringing it back, then it clearly wasn't resolved. Which leads to number seven in the list. And that is you're able to resolve conflicts. If a disagreement does occur, people in a healthy relationship would be able to work through it together. Resolving conflicts can be a sign of your commitment to the relationship. It shows that both partners are willing to stay in the relationship, even when there is discord. Resolving conflicts well is a sign that you have good communication and mutual respect, says Leith. A 2019 study found that married couples who were able to problem-solve together were more likely to be satisfied with their relationship. A conflict that gets effectively resolved usually leads to an increase in intimacy and a sense of collaboration and empowerment for couples, says, says Jensen. Now, for me, this is... What we addressed before is what the, the, the conflict resolution is important in, in making sure it doesn't happen. So today's argument remains today's argument about today's disagreement. It doesn't become today's argument based on today's disagreement using four years ago four years ago's problem that 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 big thing that happened in october of 2017 whatever that thing was can't be coming up in april of 2021 as a part of today's argument when it has nothing to do with it now if it's the same thing now that's something completely different now, is it and is it the same thing that happened? So it wasn't resolved. So you, you're bringing it back, or it happened again, and you're recognizing that no, four years later it happened again, and you're treating it as what has happened. No, so this is the new thing. No, this is not the new thing, but is not a new thing. You know what I mean? So, that, that, that conflict resolution, how it plays in, how it comes into play when it is the same thing that happened several years ago, now is a little bit, you know, that, that's a little bit hairy. And that one may require some outside help in the relationship. And when I say outside help, I'm talking about some professional help. Next on the list is you spend time apart. Now, alone time is healthy. And people 
need time to decompress and have physical space to themselves. The amount of alone time you need can vary from person to person. Now, taking an afternoon or a day away from your partner is completely normal. As well as going on trips with friends. Normal. In fact, I'm pretty sure there, that there are some therapists, some couple therapists, that actually encourage that that happens. That, that you remain or you maintain your own identity by spending time apart. Being okay with time apart can also be a sign of trust in your partner. In a healthy relationship, the other person isn't at home wondering, did he or did she really go out for coffee? Or is that just what they're telling me? So now then, you, you, you're having trust issues. So what does that lead to? That leads to a possible disagreement that disagreement is possibly about something that wasn't resolved because that that disagreement probably happened before you see how these things end up tying into each other and then snowballing into this big giant avalanche of a disaster um, both parties, uh, I comment here, both parties have, have to be really open-minded and understand each other. Many times the other half is afraid to open up because they know how the other is going to react. All right, let's, let's, let's look at that for a moment. Is it that they really know how the other person is going to, re- to react or they have, they're afraid of how the other person is going to react? So, I know you don't like when I cut my toenails in the house. But I have my section of the house that I do whatever I want to do in. And so that is, that is, that is my man cave. And I cut my toenails in that space. So, because I know that you don't like it. I am not to tell you that I'm going to cut my toenails in my in my man space. You know? So, is it that you're going to not address something because you're, you, you have an idea of how your partner is going to react? Or is it because you're afraid of how your partner may react? Now, if there is fear coming into that relationship, and this is Kevin Stew talking, DJ Kevin Stew, not DR Kevin Stew, because I do have a DR before my name. So, if it is that fear of how your, your partner is going to react when you present a certain situation to them, then what is it that you are in this particular relationship for? If not to be able to be your true self and share off your true self to your partner, whatever that self may be at that time, because that can change as you grow you evolve into who you are at this present point in time you didn't just wake up and say this is who i am no experiences and and things you have learned along the way of course their experience is supposed to teach you something right but not everybody learned from their experience 
So as you go along your life journey, you pick up certain things, you drop certain things, you learn certain things. And you, you, you take off those things onto yourself and you grow. And you may change from the person you were eight years ago to the person you are today. Maybe completely different individuals based on things you have learned. And that learning may be as a result of stopping and taking time to look into yourself to see what it is that you really like and what you don't like. And differentiate that from what society say you should like. And I use society on a whole. I could have said others. And those others could be your, your, your parents. It could have been your older siblings as you were growing up because these are the things that they like. And they tell you, boy, you know, this is good. You, you need to do this. And you go ahead and do it because this is what you are told works but somewhere deep down inside you don't have a feeling you don't connect to that thing and so at some point you decide you know what that doesn't really resonate with me well i'm going to try this and you try it and you say boy you know this is me so now because this is the new you you can't go to your partner and say boy you know babes I have been doing this this way all this time and I, I realize that I've been doing it only because of. However, I looked into it. I looked into me. I, I, I did some reading. I, I did some soul searching. I did some meditating. And, you know, this is how I'm, I'm, I'm going to try this on for size. I, I looked at it and it, it resonates with me. And because you are afraid of how your partner is going to respond, you don't do it. Because in your mind, you know how your partner is going to respond and it's going to be negative. And in order to avoid the conflict, you don't address it because, and now it becomes the elephant in the room. So now you have this thing that is weighing on you and you don't want to talk to your partner about it because you know how they're going to respond. That knowledge of how they're going to respond is what I'm talking about. Is that fear of how they're going to respond? Or is that just because you know how they're going to respond? It might sound like the same thing, but there's a slight difference. Because if you know that they're going to respond favorably, you're not going to hesitate to tell them. Yeah? So, moving on. And, you know... In uh, saying saying all that, I'll 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 say this. Um, I don't have all the answers, nor do I have all the right answers. <laughs> I am working through this whole life and relationship thing, just like everybody else. And some of these challenges, I have them too. I'll tell you this. Therapy is one of the best things ever created. My opinion though. You don't have to, to agree with me. But you probably sh should understand what I'm talking about. If you don't, that's cool. You have time to learn. You have time to look into it and get an understanding so individual therapy couples therapy these things are some of the greatest things ever 
Because now you end up in a space where you can express yourself in such a way that you haven't been able to before. And there is someone in that space with you that can help you to navigate that communication. Because you may not have the tools to do it. And this now becomes a safe space in which you can express yourself in certain certain areas of yourself and, and, and certain thoughts that you may have. So go ahead and seek therapy. Because it helps. Um, next is... Well, before I go on to the next one, I want to thank... Althea and her healing heavenly hands for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. Althea SU is a light and massage therapist that comes to you operating out of Broad County, North Miami-Dade and South Palm Beach counties. Um, she comes to you with her table, her oils, her healing heavenly hands, of course, and she comes COVID-free. So if you have the virus, don't call her because she'd like to leave the same way that she came. Not necessarily with the oils, but definitely COVID-free. So... um. Give her a call, 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Or you can email her at theolata at att.net. When you call her or email her, you can also ask her about personal training because she's a personal trainer, certified. Licensed massage therapist, certified personal trainer. She'll put your muscles in pain, but she is also certified in relaxing them. So, it's a one-stop shop for you. And that training is personalized. She does ask you questions about yourself, about your health, and your lifestyle in order to formulate the best way to give you the best service for you. To, in order to, to, to optimize your results. Just what you're looking for. Yeah? Cool. So, as long as you understand, that's 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Call her, tell her Kevin Stew sent you. All right? Cool. Um, next on the list is physical in- intimacy. Touch, sex, and physical intimacy are critical for a healthy relationship. This says Dr. Saltz. Because... These things can make you feel closer to your partner and bring pleasure to the relationship. But there's no strict rule about how often couples should do things like snuggle or have sex. The importance of physical intimacy will vary from person to person and will change over the course of the relationship, says Leith. The important thing is that both partners feel that their needs for physical intimacy are being met, according to Jensen. So, if you're not really into the physical aspect of relationships and the individual that you have connected with, you've connected with on a more emotional level, and they have physical needs that are greater than yours, y'all need to sit down and talk about this. Again, here comes communication. So if one person can't communicate that bit of information because they know how the other person may react. And, you know, those two in the same sentence kind of kind of an oxymoron. So I know how you may react. Wait, are you saying 
you have an idea how I will react or you know for sure that I'm going to react a particular way. Because that's just saying with confidence that I have a reaction. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's not that clear. Um, comment here on Facebook Live. Nothing in life is perfect. Just the relationship. But we have to work at it to understand and love each other. Uh, compassion and caring to build strong relationships and marriages. Yes, Kujo. We have to work on it. What does this work entail? It's some of these things that we're talking about right now in this um, courtesy of this list. Courtesy of in Insider. You know, um, you're working on how to communicate. In working on how to communicate certain things to your partner, you have to be working on yourself because now you have to be thinking about what it is that you're what it is exactly that you're trying to communicate to your partner and what it is that you're trying to get from your partner in return as per this communication because you're not going to be telling your partner something just for the sake of telling them you're looking you're telling them for the for the for a reason either you just want you want them to understand why it is that you do what you do because you value them and want to keep them in, in the relationship. And there are certain things that you do that they might question and may cause a problem in the relationship. So, yeah, nothing is perfect. But your perfect imperfections should be recognized. And the sooner you have an understanding of them is the sooner your partner may have an understanding of them. And it's funny. Sometimes others understand what it is that you're dealing with before you do. And they are the ones that can help you to understand what it is that you're dealing with. But if you don't communicate with them, you may not get that help. And whereas they may have the tools to help you to understand and to, 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 to move forward from that place of confusion... Because you don't have the tools to communicate what it is that you're trying to say or what it is that you want, you end up stagnant. Here's the problem that I see with being stagnant. Whatever is stagnant, there's no growth. Whatever there's no growth, there's, it's just dead. So stagnation equals death to me. I don't know what it means for you if it just means at a standstill right now. It just means death. To me so that 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 bit of communication on on that you know that 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 intimacy whether it be that that physical intimacy that that's important that bit of communication on a whole is important and the last one on the list is you're both committed for a relationship to flourish it is important that you both um want to stay together long term this may be important this may be because commitment can bring a feeling of safety and being appreciated by your partner a 2020 review of 43 different studies found that the number one most important factor in in relationship satisfaction is feeling that your partner is committed 
to the relationship. Hearing your partner say, you know, I'm committed to this that we are trying to build, no matter what, is different from just, I love you. I am here because I love you. And even saying, I'm here because I love you, requires, it, it can take some more explaining. So that in and of itself, you know, is, is a little bit of a conversation waiting to happen. So when you say you love me, what exactly it is that you're saying to me? What is this love that you have for me? Does it mean that I can cut my toenails in the house because you love me? Or does it mean because you love me, you'll tell me you don't like when I cut my toenails in the house? You know, what, what, whatever that thing is, that may be a trigger. What does I love you mean to you? Now you communicate that to me so that we can have an understanding of one, some of the things that will show you that I love you. You see how that works? Um, let me see what's happening here. Um, bah, 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 bah. Okay. All right. So that's that's unrelated messages to this topic, this particular topic. Now. So that was the, the, the last on the list of things that, that says, you know, that couples therapists say are indicators of a healthy relationship. So just to, just to run through them really quickly, um, from the first one that I touched on to the last, you trust each other, you can communicate clearly, you feel independent from your partner, you appreciate each other, both partners have their needs met. You have disagreements. You're able to resolve conflicts. You spend time apart. You have physical intimacy. And you're both committed. Now, one a, a takeaway here is there are many possible signs that, uh, that your relationship is healthy. Resolving conflicts, taking time apart, and communicating clearly are all important factors. But while there may be some key ingredients for a healthy relationship, there's no cookie-cutter mold. Adding that a relationship may be healthy as long as both you and your partner are happy and your needs are being met. So, again... Your needs being met, well, the only way your partner can know that is by communicating them. Um, question here on the text line. What do you mean when you say you love me? Are you committed to our relationship? Um, 
and and this is what I'm saying. When when an individual is expressing their love, and when an individual is expressing their commitment, what is it that that you're trying to convey to your partner? And now, there's no one person that can say that this is what someone else meant or you cannot take the meaning that someone else gave and apply it to yours when you don't know what yours is and so that now is where you 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 take the time out and you sit and you talk with your partner you if you haven't been doing it for whatever duration of time that 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 your relationship has been going on you probably want might want to start and when you do start acknowledge the fact that because this is a new thing in your relationship it may not be as glorified and, and, and fun as other things have been in the beginning. Understand that once it is going to be beneficial to your relationship, in the end, it will be the most awesome thing ever. Um, hey, Unique. Empress Unique, welcome, welcome to the broadcast. Communication is the key to all healthy relationships. All right, I wouldn't say it is the key. I would say it is a key. Um, because I could communicate with you all day. It, But some of my personal practices don't really work well they 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 don't resonate with you and that would cause a problem in our relationship so communication is a key to a healthy relationship in that communication with that communication comes an understanding of what you're communicating so that understanding aspect now comes into play that understanding doesn't necessarily mean agreement agreement and understanding are two different things especially when it comes to relationships and this is my take on it you may have another view and that's fine when i say you i mean you generally um seven seven three seven eight nine stew gets you in touch seven seven three seven eight nine seven eight three nine call and text me when when I understand where you're coming from, why it is that you do what you do, then I have a better understanding of who you are. I may not like what it is that you do, but I understand why you do what you do. And if I don't like it, but I can accept you nonetheless... Now, for me, that contributes to the, to the love in the relationship. Because, and this is something that, that, that I tell my partner on occasions. 
my my better portion. I, I I say it to her on occasions. I say, I love you in spite of you. Now the first time I said it, it raised an eyebrow, and that is understandable because the first time I thought it, it raised my eyebrow, and it was my thought. But loving you in spite of you is some of those things that you do that I don't like. I still love you because you do them. Because it's not that you're saying, not that you are saying that you do these things to make me upset or to make me uncomfortable. If this thing is a thing that is a part of who you are, then if I love you, I don't have to like the thing. I just need to understand the thing. And for me, personally, when I look at, at, at my relationships and, 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 and I recognize these things because it happens in all relationships. It's, 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 it's that relationship with your, with, your, with your friends. It's that relationship with your relatives. It's that relationship with your, with your co-workers. They all do things that you may not like. But when you don't understand what, why it is that they do them, this is where you have the real problem. Now, when you understand why it is that they do them, and they do them nonetheless, although it is kind of off-putting to you, you still accept the individual. And that acceptance, now, is, is what changes the course of how that relationship goes. Again, you don't agree with it. But you understand why they do it. So, um, as it relates to the indicators that according to the the couples therapists you know that that that's it for that <laughs> so now when you when you recognize that hey this is my partner and i am i am in love with them in spite of them now you you have gotten to understand some of their quirks what are quirks to you and just normal to them so you've understand you, you you've learned to understand some of their quirks quote unquote quote quirks and you recognize what it is that resonates with them as per the relationship the the, the let's use the love languages then how is it that you are do you know i should say how you you show your partner that you love them based on that based on how they view love hoffpost.com says in relationships people tend to show love to a partner in the way they'd personally most likely or most like to receive it for example those who need a big hug when they're stressed might assure their partners would want um, might assume sorry that their partners would want the same thing in reality they may wish we had helped them 
cross something off their never-ending to-do list instead of giving them a hug. So, this presumptive approach can be ineffective because we all have different preferences when it comes to what makes us feel loved and cared for. And you might remember a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I looked at what Gary Chapman had, had presented as the five love languages when he explored the concept back in 1992 with his bestseller of the same name, The Five Love Languages. Now, there's a quiz that determines what your, your preferred love language is out of the five, which are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. After many years of counseling couples in crisis and taking notes during each session, Chapman says, I sat down one day and began thinking about what it takes for a person to feel loved. And it became apparent to me that what makes one person feel loved isn't the same for their spouse or their partner. I discovered every person understands and receives love in a specific language, one of the five to be precise. The other four are just important and offer other ways to express love to each other. Taking time to learn and really understand your partner's primary love language, which is often different from your own, which you've come to realize sometimes, can improve communication and strengthen your bond. So, when what we're going to do is to look at what some of these love languages are and how an individual that, that, that relates that this is their primary love language, how it is that that they feel love. So if your partner has one of these, you know, the kind of things that you would do that resonates well with that partner. And we'll start with words of affirmation. But before we do that, it's amazing how time rolls off quickly. Thank you, Althea, for sponsoring this previous segment of the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stu, Real Talk on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stu. Um, this coming segment, this present segment that we're in now is brought to you courtesy of Reggae Global Radio. Sorry, Reggae Global Entertainment. Um, Reggae Global Entertainment will act as your booking agents, handle your tour management, take care of your copywriting, your publishing, your trademarks, business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and much more. Give them a call, 954-998-8034. That's 954-998-8034. Or you can check them out on reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you, and um, you'll be in good stead. Enough for about none. Those of you who are just joining us, welcome to the broadcast. This is Real Talk, which closes out the night shift week. And tonight we're looking at long love qualities. And we went through a list just now 
in the 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 first hour of some of the the, the things that indicate that you have a, a a healthy relationship and these contribute to having that long lasting love now we're looking at recognizing how it is that our partner our partner may see love and how to act how to present that love how to give them love in that way based on the five love languages so first off is words of affirmation for people with this love language they need to hear i love you even better is including the reasons behind the love leave them a voice message a written note or talking to them directly with sincere words of kindness and affirmation other ideas could include thanking them for cooking a tasty meal congratulating them for hitting a weight loss or milestone um or achieving a workout goal Leave an encouraging note when they have a big presentation at work. Remind them how capable they are when they doubt themselves. Compliment their outfit, their hair, or something else about their appearance. Hide a card with a loving message in their um, suitcase, in their, in their luggage when they're taking a trip away. Send them a text just to say you are thinking of them. The next one is quality time. Now, giving your partner your undivided attention is what matters most to them. Chapman says, that means no TV, no, no chores, no cell phone, just giving each other your undivided attention. Take time every day to do just that. Now, Kevin Stew would go even further to say, if time doesn't allow, because, yeah, Dr. Chapman says, you know, you, you want to, to, to carve out that time because it is called quality time. But given the nature of your life, that time to stop for a little while may actually be literally 15 minutes then if that is what it is you take those 15 minutes and you give that partner the best 15 minutes that they can have if their love language is quality time that 15 minutes is irreplaceable there's nothing that you can do, nothing that you can buy that will top that 15 minutes. Because to them, you have given them the world. That is how I, that is my take on it. That's, that's Kevin Stew's take on it. Other ideas when it comes to, to quality time include having coffee together before work. After work, set aside 10 minutes to catch up. And disconnecting from everything else planning a date night maintaining eye contact when you're having a conversation 
taking walks together. If possible, going to bed at the same time. Planning a staycation, especially in these times when, you know, the, the, the whole traveling thing is kind of iffy. You plan a little staycation and you enjoy that time together. You know, um, as having a, a conversation with, a, with my better portion and we tend to have movie night on a Saturday night, date night on a Saturday night. And, and it comes in the form of us watching a movie together. Um, oftentimes and for the past couple of weeks uh, I would dare to say the past three weeks past three Saturdays that has not happened for one reason or another you know some things were happening some other things were happening that, that, that took us in separate directions and we weren't able to have that time together and we're talking and she said you know I really miss our movie date our our yeah, our movie date night. And you would you would not think that it would make such a difference when you recognize when when you know that, you know, this this one thing you, you didn't really plan for it to take over that particular night. You didn't plan to be that tired that particular day. This this day this week took a real toll on you and you know, we we, we can't stay up to do it that night these things happen and recognizing that it is something that is missed and then communicating that now my would my experiencing that it 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 said to me you know what this is important to her this was put in place because it was important it is important. So <laughs> let's do it. And so I'm like, you know, hey, we'll make it happen. And that worked and works for that aspect of our relationship as it relates to us at that particular point in time. Now, Here's how I see it working in, in my life. My relationship happens a piece at a time. So this piece is happening right now. This piece is all that matters right now. Because I can't worry about the piece that happened last week that didn't quite go right. Why can't I worry about it? Because it's gone already. So now we have to work on this piece that we're in right now. It is living that now to the best of our abilities. That's how I see it. I can't be concerned or too concerned about the piece that is coming up next week because I don't know how next week is going to go. I have an idea how I want it to go. But I don't really know how it is going to go. So it is important to be present in the now. To make the best of the now. And those that recognize quality time as their love language, that now is the most important thing to them. 
But those that receiving gifts is their love language. The receiver of gifts thrives on love, on the love, the thoughtfulness, and the effort behind the gift. The trick here is picking the right gift that shows you understand your partner and the effort you made to express love. Think about finding a gift that your partner has been asking for or would enjoy receiving and plan for a special way of giving it. Make it a surprise. Other ideas that you can have is to buy concert tickets when their favorite band is in town. Um, peruse their Pinterest page and purchase an item they've pinned. If they have Pinterest. Or even care about that stuff. After a trip, bring home a souvenir or trinket that made you think of them. Order their favorite childhood candy or snack. And bonus points if it's a regional treat or something that has... Uh, since been discontinued now then you get some real points <laughs> where did you find you, you know you get that question where did you find this i haven't had this in forever i just love this what you didn't hear is oh my goodness i am loving you so much more right now in this very moment because you've done this very thing that means so much to me that's what you didn't hear but that was what was said keep a note in your phone of specific things they mention wanting or needing so you have a list of gift ideas for birthdays anniversaries holidays are just because then there is acts of service. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibility. Vacuuming, grocery shopping, sending thank you notes. All these fall under the category of things that will satisfy this type of partner. Ask your partner to give ideas for things they'd like you to do that would make their life easier and make a schedule to get them done. This speaks volumes to the ones that acts of service is their thing. Do things like getting their car washed, picking up their dry cleaning, filling their gas tank, doing their laundry, packing their lunch, if they need to bring a, a present to a party or an event, help by picking out the, the, the present or even purchasing it for them. And then these things will make that big difference. I think I'm missing some messages here. I do apologize. Um... You have to make sure her needs are met spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Have time to talk and spend quality time with each other. Um, you can show love in different ways. You can make physical love. Um, but do you really love that person? All right. Kujo, let me address that real quick. Um, love is a natural spiritual high when you are with that person just by looking at them that gives you the that renewal of love every day 
So you can make physical love, but do you really love that person? That that making physical love is just having sex. Making love is is a glorified way of just saying you are having sex. Making love and having sex are two different things. Making love doesn't include, doesn't necessarily include sex. It is that time you spend together. And it could be something as simple as holding hands. Not saying a word. Just holding hands. And just being present in that moment. That could mean so much more than the act of intercourse. Um, I completely agree with the grateful for your spouse preparing a meal, spending quality time with your spouse, keeping the fire burning. Think of your spouse as the only person you can be with and you can't live without. Uh, I do believe that every couple should go through marriage counseling and all these points get discussed before they say, I do. Well, all right, Tracy. For me, the counseling should not stop after the I do. This is what I'm saying. This is what I said earlier. Hey, Joy, how are you doing? Sorry, I missed your life earlier. But, you know, there's this. But the, the counseling is something that should really be ongoing. And that is really how I see it. Again, when I discovered therapy, I thought, boy, you know, growing up in Jamaica, when you hear somebody saying that they're going to do therapy, you think, okay, they're crazy. And because it's crazy people need a therapist. Well, here's what I have learned over time. You'd be crazy not to want to do therapy. There are so many things that are happening in and around us that can affect us in, in, in various ways. They can trigger something that happened to us as a child and we didn't know, we don't know why we're, we're, we're being triggered in this particular way. And we never question it, we never address it and we don't have the tools to unpack it. We don't have the tools to deal with it. Who does? A therapist. Now, the therapist isn't you and the therapist doesn't fix you. Don't get it twisted. The therapist isn't the solution. The important part in all of this is you. What a therapist does is to help you to recognize the things that are happening in you. Because they have the tools to help you to work through it. And so, the therapist is important in helping you get to the place that you want to be. So, that... I, I, I get what you're saying with couples going through counseling to before the I do's. And right, Joy. They guide you to fix yourself. Um, just like any other doctor. <laughs> you know, they don't, they don't heal you. They take the information that you're giving them to help you to come to some sort of... of, of solution to your problem so whether it be mental health or physical health that is how they work now um 
I, I will catch a replay, by the way, Joy. Tracy, back to the, the, the couples therapy thing. So, yes, couples should go through marriage counseling. My marriage counsel was, was, was actually phenomenal. Um, when I first got married in 99. Needless to say, that marriage didn't work out. But we're good friends today. So that's a plus. Yeah, it, it took some time to, to get to this point where we are now, but we're friends today. But in our marriage counseling, um, here it is, we addressed just about everything. We addressed some of the things that, that, that you, did, you don't even think of happening in marriage counseling. We, t- we talk about money and managing money, which is important because a number of marriages fail because of money management and, and, and finances up there as top causes of divorce. Right on the marriage, you have finances. <laughs> um, and we talked about sex, now, you would think that, you know, that's a given you don't need to talk about sex when you're doing marriage counseling. But yes, you do in, 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 in marriage counseling is talking about communication. However, if you are not there yet in understanding how to communicate, you won't get it right then and there. And, I, and something else to take into consideration, not because you're talking about it now means that it's going to happen right now, you're going to get it. You, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of a learning curve. And you have to learn what it is and how it is that you're going to communicate what it is that you want and what it is that you need to your partner. And your partner has to take time in learning how it is to receive it. Because you giving it is only one part. And then you work through an understanding. So you, you, you present your understanding of what it is that you're feeling to your partner and what it is that you're, you're, you're trying to accomplish, what it is that you're trying to get back from your partner. And, your partner ha- and then you're there. You have to help your partner in getting there because they may be trying to express to you what it is that you're wanting from them, but because they don't have... That is something that is new to them and they don't have the tools to do it. You, you, you're going to need to be patient. You're going to have to kind of work with them to get to that place so you can both reach there together. So that's why communication is a two-way street because when I present to you my side of it, I have to get your side of it back for us to get somewhere. Um, it took me seven years before I could wave at my ex with all my fingers. <laughs> And again, Joy, it's a work in progress. <laughs> if you can't communicate outside the bedroom, you definitely won't be able to do it in the bedroom. And so this goes back, links back to something Kujo said earlier, where you can make love but not be in love. So, no, you can make whoopee and not be in love you can have intercourse but not be in love you go through stages when you're doing counseling and it works and as well as you go through stages in your relationships that help it to work 
learning how to communicate with your partner is one of those things that comes in stages. Because there is, whether you recognize it or not, there is this fear of what will or will not work with your partner. And that can often be a problem. That can often be a barrier in that communication. I can't, I can't even stress that enough. But going back to um, showing your partner love by way of the five love languages, using what their love language is, physical touch. People who speak this love language thrive on any type of physical touch. Holding hands, hugs, pats on the back. You know, even a poke could probably make them feel comfortable because, you know, that connection was made. Be intentional about finding ways to express your love using physical touch. Giving hugs, touching their arm or hand during a conversation. Offer to give a neck or a back rub. Now, when I hear things like that, you know, when, when, when you can do something like call up Althea SU, uh, a, a licensed massage therapist, and your partner's thing is physical touch, but you don't quite have the skills to make that touch and you call in a massage therapist like Althea and you say alright I'm hiring you as a gift to my partner so when you go to your partner and you say babe this is your present I wanted to give you a massage but because I don't know how to do it that well I hired someone to do it it's not that your partner I, I don't I really don't believe your partner is going to fall in love with the massage therapist because their thing is physical touch. I really believe that because of you being so thoughtful so that they they can receive that relaxing touch, when Althea leaves and you get to cuddle with her after now that her muscles are all relaxed or him you get to to to, to cuddle with them that person your partner when althea leaves they're all relaxed now they get to enjoy your touch that you're giving her them you see how that works so other ideas could include cuddling while watching tv um, a kiss hello and goodbye, rubbing their neck and shoulders after a long day, a back rub, resting your hand on, on their lower back while you're at a party. I guess that's a big thing. Who knew? Um, touch toes while you're laying in bed. Some people have a thing with feet. They don't want to see them and they don't want you to touch them. Um... My older daughter, you know, God bless, um, pre-made families. <laughs> so 
um, my older daughter by way of our relationship. Don't touch her feet. That, that's how you start a fight. <laughs> Don't touch her feet. So that one wouldn't really work for her. So the physical touch as, as her love language, not so much. <laughs> but um, touch toes while laying in bed, hold hands on a walk, put your arm around them at a concert or any other event. And that is how you give love to an individual that this is their particular love language. These are some of the things that you can do for, for each of those individuals. Um, what causes fear? The unknown is the biggest fear any human has. My love language is words of affirmation. It makes a woman feel audacious when a man puts his hands on the lower back and guides them into a room really huh put your hand on the lower back and guide into a room okay i'm definitely going to try that one out and ask the question afterwards how did that make you feel i'm i'm gonna try it because i'm that guy so if you're saying then joy that 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 makes you feel good um oh okay unique okay so oh okay i am i'm definitely going to need to 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 try this one out um <laughs> so with understanding these things because in relationships, generally speaking, um, couple relationships, I guess the ultimate gift is the gift of oneself to their partner, right? So the, 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 the physical giving of self. So that intimacy, that, 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 that act of, as, as Kujo had put it, earlier love making so the sex um looking at using the five love languages understanding them could quite possibly have some really positive meanings for your sex life and so now those things that we just talked about in showing your partner the love that they would want to get because that is their love language. First off, this is how they would show you love because that is how they know love. So you do these things to them, with them, for them, and they feel love. You give them this when they get that love, what does that mean for your physical reward, your, 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 your sex reward? And according to thegoodtrade.com, after studying relationships for years, 
we know Dr. Chapman had put together the, the whole five love languages thing. When you discover what your dominant love language is, then what would, what would knowing that and your partner knowing that mean for you when it comes to that expression of into me see that sexual expression if your dominant love language is receiving gifts then gift giving which with gift giving being how an individual feels love and conveys it now what how does that play into the intimacy the bedroom intimacy maybe once a month you and your partner would give gifts relating to that kind of intimacy a massage oil uh, a new piece of lingerie an aphrodisiac herbal supplement Talk to your partner about incorporating gifting into your sex life and then have fun learning and exploring new desires through the act of giving. So now you have taken that, that public act and made it your own little private act as a part of your what you would consider your ultimate display of love if the dominant love language is words of affirmation now when it comes to sex words of affirmation can be useful for making you and your partner feel sexy can contribute and help to make them feel loved and trusted being present with your partner without distraction creates an environment that allows for sincere conversation. Carve out a piece or a space for intimacy and practice reciting all of the things you love about each other. Or the things the other person does that sparks sexual arousal. Someone in this, with this love language may also benefit from incorporating tantric sex or conscious sex in the bedroom. Now, you probably didn't look at that aspect or think about that aspect, but you might want to consider that. Yeah, yeah Joy, if, if your thing is receiving gifts, a new toy for the bedroom might be that thing that works. If it is acts of service. Now, because this love language is somewhat more practical than it is physical, the ways that it might translate into intimacy or sex may be making sure the house is tidy before going into the bedroom or that your partner's to-do list, list is checked off. An acts of service person may also favor receiving foreplay from their partner to help them 
ease into a more passionate state of arousal. You see how foreplay can be important. If acts of service is your partner's love language and foreplay is employed in the bedroom, it could change everything. You see how that works? Now, when it comes to sex, someone who speaks the language of quality time will feel aroused if their partner is will 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 that time together will cause their partner to feel aroused and if their partner is distracted or if they're scheduled conflict they then that could cause a problem so they haven't spent much time together and chances are they will not feel that sexual spark if there's that conflict for people with this love language, Netflix and chill can be satisfying and enough to ignite feelings of intimacy. Simply being with one another allows quality time dominant people to feel cared for. In turn, they can relax enough to feel comfortable to initiate sex. Now, for those with the love language being physical touch, well, with that you would think, well, that's a no-brainer because we're talking about sex anyway. <laughs> you don't get more touch than that. But for this person, your partner going out of their way to hold hands, to kiss and touch your skin, can make a huge impact on how loved you feel. Sex may be one of the most important ways love is exchanged in your relationship, and without it, you may feel unfulfilled. Try experimenting with tantric sex or creative ways of incorporating sex into a daily or weekly basis or a weekly routine. And it might sound weird when you say you're incorporating sex into a routine, but for those that physical touch is their primary love language, it may be important to do so. And they, don't, they won't see it as something because it is scheduled that's just happening. They would see that schedule as something that because it is scheduled, it is demonstrating how much you love because you're taking that time out and you're dedicating that time for that. It will help bring these, those with this love language closer to their partner, using gentle touch and creative positions to help inspire deeper physical ex a deeper physical experience is equally important. Discovering your and your partner's love languages can expand your understanding of each other and allow for new ways of communicating. What is your love language? How do you express that? My husband can tell me that what I cook tasted amazing and it feels awesome. But when someone that tastes something that I've made and tells me it tastes good, I am over the moon. Huh. Um, oh, if it is someone that you don't normally cook for, then you're over the moon if they tell you. So... Although you're okay with your love language being words of affirmation, 
your husband tells you and it feels awesome, someone else tells you and you're over the moon. No, so so when that someone else that you don't normally cook for, when they tell you that they give you that compliment and you're feeling so great about it, do you then take that feeling home to your husband and say, hey, I'm feeling great right now. Take advantage of this. <laughs> is, is, is that how you work it? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just being me. <laughs> you know, i curious, want to know, how does that work for you? Because, again, this person, this, this, this person that you don't normally cook for is now speaking your love language. That person that you prepared that meal and shared it with, their love language may actually be receiving gifts. And to them, that was a gift. You see how that works? So, we may be speaking people's love languages and don't really know it and wonder why it is or how it is that that simple thing that you did just made their day. Well, it's because you reached them in the way they like to be reached. Now, consider that and apply it to an intentional situation. Your partner. And you guys took the time out to share with each other your love language. Now... You are in a different place, in a different time. Why? Because you're speaking to each other, to the core. You're speaking to my soul. I'm speaking to yours. Now we're connecting somewhere else. We're connecting in a, in a totally different way. It sounds perfect, doesn't it? Wh- why not have that? Why not? Why not be intentional about loving our partners? Why not? Um, okay, so sometimes it works that way. It depends on who it was that told me. If it was a uh, best girl... No, it's if it's that if it's if it's a best girl. No, if it is someone that I have some kind of attraction to, absolutely. Oh, okay, got you. So, if it is your bestie, then it it doesn't ignite that feeling, and then you take it home and share that with with your partner. Is if I if I get what you're saying clearly. Is that what you're saying? Now, whichever way it works out, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, that's an awesome thing. Because what we ultimately want to do is to reach our partners in such a way that they do feel the love that you have for them. 
you may not be able to express it in words because you may not have the gift of gab. You may not be able to, to, to put those words together. But if words of affirmation are not their love, is not their love language, then you don't have to worry about it. Because the fact that you change the oil on their car means so much more to them than anything you could tell them. Outside of, I'm going to change the oil in your car at this moment. So, here is where recognizing and communicating with your partner on that level, where that comes in. But then you take that level and you expand it throughout the day and communicating in different ways. And, and it takes, in my opinion, it will take your relationship even that much further. Now, is it scary? Can it be scary? Yes. Does that mean you shouldn't do it? No. Because when you do, now, that is where the magic happens. Hey, baby. Oh, baby. Got the magic of your love. Listen, girl. I'm a cadaver. Form of a better rule. Add a little candlelight in the sand of your sweet perfume. Oh, the spokers. Now you're in the cute little dress that I like. For I'm about to show you tonight I can do magic Oh, one snap of a finger, girl I'll perform a trick on you Anything you want me to do yeah. I can do magic Girl, all you gotta do is dim the lights I'll perform a trick or two, mm, baby Cause I can do, I can do magic no psychic, but I know just what you need, girl. You don't have to write it. Just looking at your body, I can't breathe. Yeah, you're giving me the eye, and it's making me want you bad, girl. Turn around, and guess what's in my hand? Yeah. Oh, one snap of a finger, The sound of Lee Kelly. It's called Magic. I want to say thanks to GMAP Music Solutions for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. It's called Musical Therapy. This is what I close out the night shift week with. The night shift each night with. GMAP Music Solutions provides sound, light and stage production services, musical equipment, PA systems, audio engineers, DJs, bands, musicians, singers, bringing your events to life. Get him a call, 754-307-GMAC. That's 754-307-4622. Or check him out at gmapmusicsolutions.com. Tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you.
so when you say joy, when I say attraction, that is a wide, it's wide ranging. It could be anywhere from physical to intellectual. It could be something as small as the way he opens a door to his laugh. Then I hear words of affirmation or gentle words of encouragement from someone that draws an attraction of some kind. Then my husband is in for a wild ride. Wow. Joy, you know, I think you're just an awesome person. So if your husband benefits from you being awesome and you being told that you're awesome, listen, girl, you all that and some more. This is Ed Robinson. called all my life I'm so thankful that we're no longer strangers you mean the world to me all my life now that I found you baby will you stay for life gets hurt tonight because you're feeling good Won't you please stay with me he deserves it Sound of Levy. You know. Jack is called Sweetheart. Please do, Joy. Please do. Why keep searching for something I know I wouldn't find? When you've been right here in front of me all this time. I'm telling you this now so you could understand that loving you is easy. I'm sure that you're the one, the one. Thank you. 
strong as you and me. This love is sweeter, 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 sweeter than honey. Your love makes me so happy. Cause you are my sweetheart. So perfect for me. myself at the ends of your fingertips. Fiona It's called Shoulder Before that we heard from Alicia Marie 
It's always a joy to be with you, Joy. You have a great night. Love languages test. Don't just take that as the end all and be all. Your results today may not be your same results next month, depending on what happens, okay? Just because of how changes happen in our lives. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you for sharing. I want to thank you for contributing the way you know how. I encourage you to look out for most of your community. Remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. Whether you walk, ride, or drive, take the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, the people you pass along the way, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday right here on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stewart. Y'all can catch me on Saturday. Reggae Global Radio, the Foundation Radio Network. For what I call the Saturday Stew. Making it a taste of free life, courtesy of Red Fox. And you get to have the secret ingredient to spice up the Saturday Stew. This is Shemika. Called priority, which is exactly what you all are. Much love, Kujo. Please give your wife a big hug for me, bro. This is how I bounce on out of here tonight. I'm encouraging y'all to do to be good, you know. But understand this: if you can't be good, be good at it. Y'all take care until. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world, from right here in South Florida. I bid you all a good night.
Multimedia Group, innovative streaming and recording has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulse Media Group. Check out I Red Funks on Reggae Global Radio every Saturday at 8 p.m. with Kev Stew, where I'll give you a pre life. Brand new! Good for you! Kick it like a ball if you don't see a dance hall. You hear that? It's Christine representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's too on the night shift radio show. Yo, it at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Whoa! DJ Kevin's true at the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just choose him. The silver lining and the dark clouds. DJ Kevin's true, believe him, and that's no doubt. Sell out the night shift with a show, Christine. Just a heart to talk. Loud. Kill a beast. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin's too. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. Mm-hmm. 